It is 9 a.m. in New York, 4 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 9 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Jeanette Bean from sundaybean.com, and I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations, and I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. There's a coach that I work with who spent a year saying, I am no longer available for one-to-one work. You might think this is crazy. A coach who makes a huge, significant piece of revenue from one-to-one says, I'm no longer available for one-to-one. Instead, she spent the year focusing on group work and her teenagers. It got me thinking about this move of saying she was no longer available for one-to-one. Of course, there was resistance. Of course, people freaked out. Of course, people begged her to change her mind. But she was steadfast because she knew what she wanted and she knew what her priorities were. And you know what? There was no disaster. There was no you know, bankruptcy. She kept going. In fact, I think she had a better year than ever. And it got me thinking, here we are in the middle, this liminal space between two years. As I sit here and record this, we are ending 2018 and at the doorstep of 2019. This magical space where we reflect on how our year went, and we set intentions for the next. So I have two questions for you today in this episode of Expat Happy Hour that I want to use to guide you in this liminal space so you can have a year that is better than even you can imagine. Now today is going to be short because it is busy time of year. You're probably preparing for a news eve party or you're recovering from a party (laughs) that is making your head pound today. So if you're looking for in-depth, detailed reflections on how to make the most of ending one year and beginning the next, don't miss my episode's 51 and 52. 51 is top three mistakes people make leading in the new year. And 52 is how to show up in your life this year. But just because today is short doesn't mean it is as powerful. Two questions I want you to reflect on. One, what are you no longer available for? Two, who are you becoming? So let's get started with the first one. I had a friend visiting over the Thanksgiving time. And you know how that is when you have a friend that you really care about who's there and they catch you in your everyday routines and you kind of feel like, I don't know, observed, like your life is being filmed and you're wondering, how is this coming off? (laughs) And one of those moments I had was, in the morning, I get my kids up at six in the morning and the bus comes by 6.42, 6.46. And everything is going charmingly. You know, the kids say good morning, they say hello, they're eating their breakfast. And then 
around 639, everything changes. It's like, kids, go brush your teeth. You guys, the bus is coming. Get your shoes on. I'm not kidding you. This is probably the exact tone that I would use because it was like we had this great 40 minutes together. And then something happens where at the very end, it's like all hell breaks loose and we're going to miss the bus. And I thought, are you kidding me? This has got to change. And thanks to the presence of my friend, we sat down and we talked about it. Like, what can I do differently to avoid this, you know, crazy chaos in the last 180 seconds of our lovely morning together? So I decided I am no longer available as the military sergeant dictating what they need to do next. I was so frustrated. Uh, What was it? In the evening, I think. I walked upstairs. I was like, you guys, I'm done. Like, you are old enough. You've been doing this routine for, I don't know, four years. You know to brush your teeth and put your shoes on. This is not a surprise. And in this moment of frustration, I decided I was no longer available for that role. I'm done. And just as a side note, for those of you who are wondering what, how I got them, you know, to, <laughs> to go along with this is all I did was say, this is not my job anymore. This is your job. You know, they're grade one, grade five. They are developmentally ready to take more ownership for their routine. And I said, we're going to switch things around. Normally they get 15 minutes of iPad after school and that is if everything goes well, if, you know, if somebody hits somebody, then we take that away. But I flipped it. I said, if you follow the normal routine that I expect you to do anyway throughout the day, then the next day you've earned your iPad time. So putting the carrot just in front of them. And I cannot tell you how much it has changed. The next morning was like, I don't know, I felt like Mary Poppins. These children were perfect. Like it was like clockwork, everything, boom, boom, boom. I didn't have to say anything. The tone, the energy, everything. And I closed the door behind me and I was like, what just happened? And I walk upstairs and my friend was still reading in bed and I'm like, did you just witness what happened? She's like, it's like day, you know, night and day. And I realized as soon as I got out of the way, as soon as I said I'm no longer available for playing that role, everything changed. And that's what I want you to think about. Looking back at your year and the high points and low points, what are you no longer available for? Maybe it's something that you're pushing in your family. Maybe at work, you're no longer available to correct other people's mistakes. Maybe you're no longer available for doing all the admin in the company you're leading. Stop for a second right now. If you were to put out a sign on your front door that said, 
no longer available for? What would you love to write in? Come on, say it. Be bold. Like maybe you're going to say I'm no longer available for my neighbor's bullshit. I don't know what it is, but name and then make a commitment to spend one week with what happens when you do that. I hope for you that you see results as crazy as I did. Okay, so we've looked at what are you no longer available for? Those are the things you're done doing. Those are the things you are not going to bring into 2019. All right? Do you hear me? Like a big, excuse my French today. I don't know why I have to be throwing around swear words, but I feel like it. Hell no to those things in 2019. Right? What is on your hell no list? What is on your not to do list? Write that down. Because if you do not have it in the forefront of your mind, you're going to go into your default habits and drag it into 2019 with you. Do you really want to do that? Do you really want to drag that with you for another year? Aren't you sick of it enough? So make a commitment, make a list of, you know, your hell no list, your not to do list, whatever fits your vocabulary at the time and say, no, I'm no longer available. And then what happens? You need to communicate that to those it impacts. So for me, I had to march upstairs and tell my kids, I'm done. Drill sergeant out. Okay. Maybe you have to have a conversation to your partner. Maybe you're no longer available for guilt trips. This is something that you can communicate to those who are impacted by it. Okay, so that is my one question for you to think about the icky things that you do not want to drag into 2019, the things you are saying no to. And if you're like most of my listeners, this is about boundaries, right? If you haven't guessed, and most people I know can work on their boundaries. So say yes to you. Say yes to creating boundaries that serve you by getting clear on what you're no longer available for. So now that you're going to dump some of the bullshit, you are going to have focus and energy to create more of what you want. And that's where the second question comes from. My question for you, when you think of the year ahead, is who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? I ask my clients this in a way where I say, you know, let's say her name is Catherine. Then I'm like, okay, Catherine, who's Catherine 2.0 in 2019? Okay, who is Desmond 2.0 in 2019? Who is Susan 2.0 in 2019? Fill in your name. Who are you becoming? My clients have said yes to becoming a writer, a CEO of a half a million dollar company, 
an active individual who takes care of her health, an organized yet empathetic leader. These are some of the things my clients are saying yes to, that they are becoming. When you decide who you're becoming, you start making decisions that support that. So I had a conversation with my client about this in a call just last week, and she was working on becoming fitter. So she was going to exercise more and eat better. And she wanted to become this strong, fit woman in her 50s. And so when we talked about who are you becoming, she's like, Sunday, sometimes I don't feel like it, right? How do I get started? And my advice to her was, you know, until you are that, just as act as if you are, act as if you're fit. What kind of decisions do you make as a fit person? When a person, a fit person wakes up in the morning, what does she do? Right? A fit person might pack her yoga pants in her backpack and bring it to work. A fit person might choose a healthy lunch, right? So just, you know, fake it till you make it. Like act as if you are that person. It will lead to the next decision. This is one of those tips or clarity that I got when I was reading James Clear's book on Atomic Habits. He talks about it in another way, but it's essentially this idea of when you're trying to change your habit, you change the place that you make a decision from. You're not making the decision from a place of a couch potato anymore. You're making the decision from the place of someone fit. Okay, so my invitation to you is to take a moment and think, who am I becoming in the best of possible ways? Right? And I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, oh my God, Sunday, I'm actually becoming something I don't want to be. That's not where this question goes. This question goes with your highest intention. Maybe who you're becoming is that patient mom. Maybe who you're becoming is that interior designer. Maybe who you're becoming is that father who spends time with his kids after work to play soccer, right? What is your highest intention? And then when you make your choices in the morning, at noon, in the evening, make them as if you were already that because that is going to lead you into 2019 to new habits, new ways of being, and set you in the track to the thing that you're dreaming of. So it's that simple. When you're looking back at last year and looking ahead to the new year, I want you to focus on these two questions. What are you no longer available for? And who are you becoming? Simple, but powerful. And I look forward to hearing from you what's ahead. So what's ahead for me is something that I'm really excited about. 
I am no longer available <laughs> for doing all of the administrative work that I used to do in my business in 2013 and 2014. And I've made that decision and I'm making changes to uh, make myself no longer available for that so that I am more available for my clients and for my podcast and for my family and my health. Who am I becoming in 2019? Well, you're going to find out because <laughs> it will show it as it goes. What I'm really working on is becoming who I already am, but just more for you, more publicly, more of that side that I sometimes hold back on. Apparently not today since I threw out <laughs> swear words, but where I might hold back, I'm becoming the person who doesn't. So what's ahead in expat happy hour? Look for next week where we're going to talk about the small things you can do to make a big impact. Later on in the month, we're going to talk about what has to happen to let go of the old to create that U 2.0 that we're talking about. I do have some surprises for you that I am super excited about and some special gifts all in January and much, much more. And I'm going to take a moment as I close 2018 and open the doors to 2019 to send you my heartfelt thanks. Deep, 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 deep down. Thank you for listening to Expat Happy Hour. Thank you for showing up in my group on Facebook, Expats on Purpose. Thank you for coming by my Facebook business page. Thank you for saying yes to being a client. And thank you for being that silent listener who may never email me, but still listens. Whatever you are in my life, in this amazing international community, I want to say thank you. And I'm so very much looking forward to another year with you. You've been listening to the Expat Happy Hour with Sunday Bean. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with the words of Brene Brown. She says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. And a common saying, but worth repeating, do something today that your future self will thank you for.